0: what's up everybody welcome back to story time with local reddit my name's john and this is r slash tales from the front desk not sure why i said it like that but anyway tales from the front desk hotel stuff hospitality if you will i wish i could say we had a cat cam going right now but uh they're being slightly elusive right now Disappointed! now if you go back and watch our tales from tech support video that i did right before this dimey laid right here on the end of this shelf and took a nap he was visible through every comment just about So anyway, you win some, you lose some, especially with cats. And with that said, let's get into the stories. A dispatch from housekeeping. No, that's not what you think it is. Hi folks, I've been lurking and reading along for a little while, so here's my first hotel story. I started reading this subreddit because I worked in housekeeping at a tourist hotel for several years. This memory popped up and I thought y'all would get a chuckle out of it. Way back when I was a teenage gnome living in the desert, I got my first on the books job at a hotel, starting as a maid. I worked a weekend shift because I was still in school. The pay was abysmal, 3.30 an hour. The owner, Mr. Patel, was a missing stare kind of guy, authoritarian, stands too close kind of guy, misogynistic. Everything was rush, 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 get it done fast so he didn't have to pay us an extra $3. Hello, I like money. His only concession to employee relations was letting us take the stale donuts that had been sitting in the lobby for hours, but this story isn't about him. Working there wasn't great, but it put gas in my car. There were perks of a sort. Turns out that a lot of people party at the motel on Friday nights. We usually found all kinds of booze in the rooms when people checked out. The downside was that party people don't tip. The big draw for this hotel was the huge pool with Swim Up Bar, the elaborate honeymoon suite, and the VIP suite. The full-time maids routinely cleaned those rooms because it had to be perfect, and they were super good at what they did. Literally, the pros could clean a room in 10 minutes flat. One day, one of the full-time maids was out sick, so Mr. Patel told me and Layla, Mr. Patel's niece, to go help the full-time housekeeper, Susie. I'd never seen the inside of the honeymoon suite before. It was basically a two-bedroom apartment. There was a California king bed, very fancy furniture, wet bar, and a huge hot tub with a glassed-in surround behind it. The mirrors were dark and at a first glance looked like they had been marbled. It looked very classy in 1985. Don't judge me. When we got into the room we saw that whoever had been in that suite the night before had absolutely trashed the place. Susie told us to start with the bathrooms and then go on to the hot tub. We started with the bathroom then moved on to the hot tub. Susie packed up all the linens and bedspreads and hauled it back to the laundry room. Susie told us that the hot tub and surrounds had to be absolutely spotless. It wasn't until I got up close and personal with the hot tub, oh god, I can see where this is going, that I realized the white stripes on the mirrored wall wasn't exactly paint. (laughs) When I figured it out, I nearly choked myself trying not to laugh. Yes, it was white and kind of see-through, and it was all over the mirrors, and it was definitely related to what people do in a honeymoon suite. Ew. I knew Layla was very sheltered, very religious, and very naive. We started scrubbing it down, which only made it worse, and Layla blurted out something like, What is this stuff? And how did that get way up there? (laughs) I tried very hard not to laugh, and I realized I could lose my job if I told sweet Layla about what was really on the walls, or what people actually do in a honeymoon suite. I blurted out that they must have had a mayonnaise fight. What's worse is that she kept commenting about it, like maybe she'd figured it out but I don't think she ever did. I held in my desperate need to laugh, but I did manage to giggle a few times. We scrubbed that hot tub and surround like our lives depended on it. After we finished the job, the suite was perfect. Susie sent Layla back to her uncle's office and we ran down to the laundry room and laughed our asses off. And of course, Layla and I didn't get a tip. Well, of course you didn't get a tip because that's people. People have been that way for as long as I can remember. Now, I will say that I haven't always left tips in the rooms for housekeeping or anything else. It depends really on what kind of service I'm getting, what kind of, how long I stay, uh, if I make any requests myself, which I don't usually, but you know, sometimes I might. Usually, just for the regular job, though, I don't know. It just depends. Probably every other stay, I'm sliding something into that little folder, that little folded card or envelope or whatever's in the room. But so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need to up that a little bit. Anyway, back to the mayonnaise fight. I don't understand how a guy that runs a motel, owns and runs a motel, can let his niece work there and have her jump into housekeeping and not explain to her, either, either keep her away from it or explain to her gently as you can, sort of what goes on and what you're going to find and how you should prepare for it. Because even back in the eighties, um, I'm quite sure, cause I knew a few people that worked in hospitality. I'm quite sure they had some kind of gloves. Even if you couldn't get the uh, latex, uh, like surgical gloves, at the very least, you could get a hold of those yellow Playtex, like dishwashing gloves that used to be on the TV all the time. I'd be damned if I'm going in there barehanded. But anyway, um, yeah, (laughs) I wasn't even thinking about that when she said, that everything looked marbled? Maybe it did look marbled. Maybe a lot of mirrors back then did have a marbled texture. So maybe this was just harder to see from farther away with that texture. I don't know. I don't know why I'm still talking about it. Ugh. Alright, next one. I think I just sent a guest into cardiac arrest. Okay, so the title is a little dramatic and so far this story really isn't interesting, but I'm not entirely sure how serious the situation really is as these guests haven't returned yet. I'm annoyed though, so I want to rant anyway. First time poster here. I've wanted to post several times over the last few years, but always end up feeling too lazy and this one seems like a shorter one than past incidents, so here we go. This guest committed one of my all-time pet peeves, going behind the desk. Unless you're being chased by an axe murderer or Nicki Minaj just died and you need to tell the very first person you see who can wail in agony together, do not come behind my desk ever. So, I'm running audit with my earbuds in, watching a Twitch streamer playing a pretty violent video game that tends to get loud at times. My computer's running through the reports, which takes a while, so I decided to go to the back office to sit in my cozy chair, sip my coffee, and actually watch the stream instead of having it on in the background. Some context our front desks are set up into a pretty deep alcove in the wall. You actually have to sort of squeeze past the desks on either side to get behind them. There's a short hallway off to one side where our offices are and the deposit, safes, tech equipment, etc. So very confidential stuff and blatantly employees only. I might have been sitting down for all 30 seconds when I think I hear someone say something, but it was faint and people come and go through the lobby every so often. I glance at the cameras and no one is by the desks, doors, or in our market area. I go back to watching the streamer delightedly tossing people into meat hooks. Loud screaming tends to happen during these bits, it's not actually that gruesome I promise, but it does set one on edge sometimes. I glance again at the cameras just to make sure no one's there and lo and behold there's a man in the market area. So I stand up and go around the corner and am met with an old woman right there at the entrance to the offices. (laughs) She has the gall to gasp as if I'm the trespasser here and she's not the one sneaking up on me in a darkened hallway she shouldn't be in at the devil's hour. I didn't yelp. I really didn't. I start apologizing even though I'm already getting annoyed at this point and she doesn't reply and is actually sort of shaking while clutching her chest. I'm also clutching my pearls because I'm just as frightened, lady. She just nods at my apology and quickly retreats out of the hallway and back to the lobby area, while her husband comes to the desk inquiring about Tums. I say we don't have any. Now he asks about local hospitals because his wife is having chest pains. (laughs) Oops, I might have just made those worse. Said wife is now pacing and looks kind of panicky. I also start feeling a bit of panic because I really don't want anyone to die on my quiet Monday shift. Save it for a Saturday shift or something. This is my, like, seventh night at this property, so I quickly Google and give them the information to a nearby hospital. I apologize again to the wife because I do have some empathy. She shoots me a dirty look. Okay, empathy and apology rescinded, biatch. And then they leave. It's been almost three hours now and I haven't seen them return yet. I feel like she had Karen energy, so if she's not, like, on the surgery table right now, maybe she's typing a bad review for not standing at attention at the desk at 3.15am and trying to send her to an early-ish grave. I do still sort of feel bad because maybe time slipped a little and they were standing for a while but I would have 100% heard if they announced themselves again and I glance at the cameras frequently whenever I hear even a little sound. The hotel is a little haunted I think. Anyways what's one of your hotel pet peeves? So I don't work in a hotel or in hospitality of any sort because I'm not very hospitable and people suck in general but if I was to do that one of my pet peeves and actually even though I don't work there one of my pet peeves is still people going Going places they don't... Oh, look, there's Dimey. He's back. Oh, well. Going someplace they don't belong, with obvious signs on doors and next to doors and in hallways and on walls, and, you know, there's very clear instructions around almost every hotel, motel that I've ever been to. Even the sleaziest hotels have, you know, employees only, no admittance, keep out, whatever. So that's one of them. Two, people not following the rules that are also written all over almost every wall, door, window, Whatever pamphlet (laughs) the papers you signed when you signed in etc if it says don't do this in the poor and the the communal hot tub don't do it if it says that you know it closes at 10 p.m that doesn't mean at 11 you're still in there splashing and acting like a drunk asshole you know people playing their music top volume in the middle of the night on a weeknight or even on a weekend i don't give a (laughs) shit That's not your personal party pad, man. We're all there for different reasons. And if you're disturbing my peace after I paid for that room, you're wrong. And it's part of the hotel rules. So, and if I find out who you are, I'm going to make it so that you're miserable next morning when you're trying to wake up with your hangover. So good luck with that. Anyway, just a couple of my pet peeves. What are some of yours? Gotta love prank calls. So sadly, since I've become front office manager a few weeks ago, I've had less fun stories to share. Tonight though, I got a dumbass prank calling me on a night audit a few minutes ago. Phone rings, it's a cell number. Front desk, this is Pale Dark Horse, how can I help you? Him, yeah, the people in the room next to us are having loud intercourse. Me, okay, what room are you in? Him, 156. Me, yeah, we don't have a room 156. He then calls me the N-word and adds I don't even know what room I'm in. Me, well then I can't help you. Click- Ha! <laughs> got <he. laughs> Like one, I'm Elmer's Glue white, truth be told, so not sure what that was about because I sound like a white guy regardless. But if you have nothing better to do than prank call a hotel, at least make it a good prank call that could be legit, dumbass. I swear this younger generation needs to learn from my generation how to prank call people. Well, in answer to your Elmer's Glue question, I have noticed that a lot of people below the age of, say, 27 to 30, if they're disagreeing with you, it doesn't matter what shade you are. They're going to call you the N-word anyway, and I don't think it's in the way that you're thinking. It's sort of like, well, the word like. There's a thing where a lot of younger white girls, and this has been since I was a kid, uh, you know, it was Valley girls at first. Now it seems like every younger white girl says like, like, you know, like, like about a million times. It makes me absolutely insane, but it's basically just something that people pick up as a repetitive habit and... There you have it. As for the prank calls, you're absolutely right. People are stupid. Do a little bit of research. I'm quite sure you can figure out how many rooms are in that hotel and <laughs> get it right. And, yeah. You know, if you're going to do prank calls, you got to at least be somewhat committed, you know? Commit to your craft. There's one show that it was, It was. I almost felt a little bit embarrassed for some of the people on these calls. Uh, Crank Anchors on Comedy Central. I don't know if it's still around, uh, but some of the prank calls that they had were, were pretty funny, i got to say. But most of them aren't very PC, so I like I said, I'm not sure if that show still exists or not. I don't watch that much TV. I do watch a ton of YouTube, but that's a whole different thing. Three complaints in less than 24 hours. So unfortunately, this isn't a story about complaints about a guest. This is a story about three complaints I've received about one of my new coworkers within 24 hours. I'll call my coworker Kevin for reasons that will become clear soon. If you're familiar with the Kevin subreddit, oh dear, he went from truck driving to hotels. I work the 7-3 full time and Kevin is our 3-11 full time, so a lot of my shift is spent cleaning up his messes, fixing reservations he messed up, refunding people he charged incorrectly, etc. Keep in mind that Kevin has been here for 3-4 or months now, so he can't really use the I'm new excuse anymore. These are mistakes he's made numerous times and he's been kindly told how not to make those mistakes in the future. And he still makes them. When I started work yesterday, it was a normal day, around 60 departures but not a ton of arrivals to prepare, so it was relatively slow while I waited for people to get the F out. One of the guests, as she was leaving, stopped at the door, seemed to think for a moment, then turned around and walked back to the desk to speak with me. Guest, I just have to tell you, the boy working the desk last night was very rude. Me, I'm so sorry to hear that. Would you mind telling me what happened? Guest, he just had a very bad attitude when he was checking us in, and once we got to the room, we called down to ask how to connect to the Wi-Fi. He sounded very put out about having to explain it to us. Me, I'm sorry about that. I'll make sure to pass that along to management. And so I did. I texted my GM and AM to let them know I'd received a complaint, just in case the guest decided to make a formal complaint as well. Then maybe a couple hours later, I receive a call. Me, obligatory thanks for calling the hotel. How can I help you? New guest, hi, it looks like we got charged for a room last night that was supposed to go on my brother's card. Me, okay, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't see any card besides card type ending in four digits of the card number. Is that yours? New guest, yes, that's right. The guy last night took my brother's card for the room, though. Me, confused, trying to see if I can see a different card on either of the rooms, so I just say, hmm, as I look. New guest's husband, it was an irritable guy with a fireplug-type build. (laughs) Me, trying not to laugh out of shock because I was not expecting that comment. Okay, I understand. I could refund your card and charge your brother's card instead if he could just call and give me his card number. So that's what happened with that one. Fixed the problem, texted my AM that I had another guest complain about him because she was the only one that responded to my initial text. I go home at the end of my shift and laugh with my boyfriend about my co-worker who's going to get himself fired. You're fired! I come in again this morning and almost immediately have someone call telling me he left his jacket here and would like to have it shipped back to him. Not a problem, let me fill out the form with you. Third guest, the boy I spoke to last night said I would have to call again today to have it shipped to me because they weren't the ones that handle shipping. Me. I'm sorry about that. It's something he's able to handle as well. I'll make sure he knows it's just a form he has to fill out. Gritting my teeth because I've explained this very simple process to him before. I fill out the form and let him know we should be able to drop it off at the company we use today. He thanks me, tells me I've been very helpful, and once again that person last night was very unhelpful. Y'all, literally while typing this post I had another person call. One more time from the top. Kevin apparently spoke to a woman who was here with her husband this past week who wanted to book an additional room for their daughter. He told them very bluntly that we had no rooms. She asked if there was something going on like a convention in town. Kevin just says, college, and hangs up on her. Then, when they arrive, my AM is standing at the desk with him. Guest says he spoke to him on the phone, and what a bummer it was that there were no rooms available. You didn't speak to me, he says. Guest was positive it was the same voice. In addition to that, we did have rooms available. So Guest's daughter ended up at a different property across town for nothing. Holy (whistles) sh**. So I started writing this with three complaints and now I have four. All within 24 hours from different guests, all about the same employee. Yikes. I'll never understand why some night auditors, front desk people in general, I'll never understand why some of them are so miserable. Now I understand you see... Just like retail workers, you see the worst of the worst. You see people when they're panicked. You see them when they're irritable. They just got out from being in a car for 10 hours or whatever. I get it. You're you're catching a lot of flack. But first of all, your job is to be nice. Your job is not to eat shit, but you kind of got to... One of the ways to diffuse a situation is to be nice and keep being nice and try to diffuse it by you know making them as comfortable as possible but for this guy it sounded like he's never been right to begin with he's never given it any effort he's just working out the clock and whatever and he's just he's worthless he, he'd he be they'd be better off with a self-check-in of some sort i swear to god it's pretty rare that i run into anything that egregious i don't know i'm not even sure i could spell that word but i think that's the right word anyway when on our last trip up here from florida uh, just a few weeks ago, we stayed at a lot of Hilton's and Hampton Inns and things like that. We get some decent points and stuff and it's cool, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm not sure I'll ever get anything from those points because you have to stay a certain number of times a year before you get a free room or whatever. Uh, we did get an upgrade once, but, eh. um, but you know, I don't press it. No big deal. I just like the comfortable, clean rooms and it's a pretty consistent thing. You know, I don't, I don't usually have to worry about, you know, a Motel six, down south may be different than a Motel 6 up north. Who knows? But I've run into some pretty wild swings on that. Everything was great at this hotel until the next morning we went down for our breakfast. Breakfast, the free hot breakfast, waffles, eggs, cereal, whatever you want goes from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Checkout is at 11. Now I showed up downstairs at nine thirty with my wife and my mom and there was like one scoop of snotty eggs left, scrambled eggs, almost no meat, zero toast, zero bagels. Uh, the lady was cleaning up the oatmeal that they had had out. She was putting that away. Uh, there was almost no waffle uh, mix, the, the, the batter left, and things like that. And I, I'm watching her clean up as I'm stepping into this breakfast area where you serve yourself. And I said, uh, oh, are you cleaning up from breakfast already? She says, yup, and kept right on shuffling into the kitchen with her jailhouse slides on. Now, come on, first of all, you don't wear slides when you're in a professional job like this. Second of all, pick your feet up. And third of all, why are you cleaning up at 9.30 when breakfast is clearly served until 10 o'clock? Cleanup starts at 10 o'clock. You close the doors that separate the dining area from the food service area, and then you clean all the stuff up. This is not rocket science, but evidently she's been doing this for a long time and been getting away with it. I went to the front desk and said to the lady, Look, we're I don't want to be that guy, but um, we're supposed to have breakfast with our room, and there's nothing left out there. So she talked to the lady, the lady did nothing about it, kept cleaning up. Finally, somebody else complained, and I complained a second time, and she started making eggs. At this point, I'm almost afraid to eat this food because this lady's already pissy, and I didn't do a thing to her. So, yeah, I mean, why do you have that job? You're like you're like miserable. You're just a miserable human being. But I get it. I mean, I understand people can be abusive, but still, I didn't do it. Don't take it out on me. Anyway, enough of my rambling. All right, guys. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your day with me today. If you enjoyed everything, you know what to do. If you didn't, you know what to do. And if you didn't, you really screwed up because you've stayed through the whole video. Thanks. All right. So the next one, we'll see you.